1: All right, welcome to episode 24 of the A Hard to Tell podcast. Dexter Henry, Brian Fonseca here. Yeah. And Brian's a little bit too hyped today. You, I gotta I you gotta relax. You gotta relax. You gotta relax. You gotta...
2: Everybody in the room.
1: Well, we're continuing Women's History Month, uh, Women in Sports, and we have another lady here in the hot seat, Jasmine August, hey. representing Brownsville, yes, Brooklyn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always happy when another Brooklynite is here. Oh, of course. Always happy to keep Brooklyn strong on this side of the table. East, oh, Brooklyn. Right. East Brooklyn, East Strong Brooklyn. East Brooklyn. I don't like
2: the way you're looking at me when you say that. <laughs> yeah. And where you from? Well, that's <laughs> what's that <laughs> supposed to mean? <be. laughs> no, I'm just
0: curious. <laughs> Clearly, you're not from Brooklyn. Well, Yo, he didn't want to say. He's really. like,
2: what's <laughs> that? Well, Ridgewood, technically, but Ridgewood, Bushwick area. So. Oh, so you're from Brooklyn? No, he's oh, from Ridgewood. Come. That's Queens. <laughs> Yo, don't you try to c- claim the Brooklyn <laughs> side of it. Crawl down my block. He You'll be in Brooklyn
1: he's very close because I've been. I've been to his. Area in now we're giving
2: away too much. If anybody comes to my house, I'm <laughs> smacking the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> of So he's really, he's no, really I'm not cold. by Long Island really City. Really I actually, actually, I actually, don't like Long Island City, Astoria, like that part of Queens. Sorry, Matt, uh, because like, what's I it like called?
0: Long Island City.
2: It's far to get to. That's why okay. I don't like. The thing I don't like about Queens is that you have to take a bus everywhere, mm. and I say that while writing for a Queens, Brooklyn-based newspaper, but. Don't yeah. oh, We just, like, just let you know. Don't be hating them. Brooklyn. Brooklyn's a we better not, borough than Queens. Brooklyn is this. the best Absol- borough in the city. Absolutely. Absol- and then probably Manhattan. I'm glad you know. Queens got You
1: Oh mm. no. You know what? Nah. You can't. Somebody get the, the mic, tonight. Greg. I so,
2: I not know. Know, we're, not, we're not. trying to hear that.
0: Anymore. I have nothing for Queens. <laughs> okay. He didn't say it was
2: trash. Okay. He wait. Said it was, he said it was Sh- okay. Let's stay here then, Matt. You're from. Howard Beach. Howard Beach. Ugh.
0: That's close to East New York, though. It, it is.
2: is. Yeah, it is. Did you see how he said that? He's like, Argh. it is very close. Howard, Beach, very is, Howard Beach is Howard Beach is a uh, interesting place. Very interesting. Greg, what do you have to say? <laughs> Fifty Cent. <laughs> Lil' Kim.
0: I'm gonna
2: say Nicki. I, I did say Nicki. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Do you claim Nicki Minaj, Matt? Since we're here. What? What? She's from Queens. Isn't she? Oh, is she? I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
3: she's from Queens. <laughs> you didn't know she was from Queens. No, I don't care. I don't care about her music or anything. Why would I care? <laughs>
2: Maddie P, where you know what? are you from?
3: Queens is losing right now.
2: Word, yeah. Maddie <laughs> P, where are you from?
3: <laughs> He's from like around me, like around that area. Oh,
0: you from Howie? And Louis? I grew up
2: there. I'm
4: in Nelson Park now.
2: Wait, so where am I in all this?
3: Lost.
4: <laughs> Yo, why? I don't know why you're talking crap about Queens. <laughs> Queens Lord. is pretty lit. It's not like. Brooklyn has a. You live a by voice Queen Center Lewis.
2: Mall. That's the lit part of Queens. That's not I even a lit part of Queens. I live Queen in, mall. in Queen Left mall, practice, which I mean, don't. Man. I don't like Queen Center Mall at three in the afternoon. Don't, don't even Matt. Why are you?
4: Why are you putting thumbs down? I live in the Are we really talking about anywhere.
3: Queens? N- Queen Center Mall is the worst mall in the United what? States. What? <laughs>
4: ah, it's, bad. it's bad. I like Roosevelt. No, I, I love Queens Center
1: Mall.
0: I like Roosevelt on Long Island. every store you could like think of.
4: Look, Astoria, Long Island City. Yeah, those are like you know more nice areas. No, but there's too many.
2: There's too many like kids there. What Queen Center, wow. What are you talking oh, about? Yeah, no, it is a well, lot Queen of high is, school yeah, kids. Yeah, Queens Center Mall. Yeah.
0: That's that the annoying part. I won't say in that's that. That's all the malls, malls
1: now as you get older, right? Yeah, but, but like, thing?
0: that's their hangar. That's their hub.
4: Roosevelt's Yeah, That's, not, how
0: was, that's their what? hub. Now, Roosevelt's little Colombians,
4: bro. Let's get that straight. What's wrong with Colombians? Say something right now. I'm Ecuadorian, bro. Let's not talk about this. But Astoria and Lionel City. Do you have a
1: point to make about Queens?
4: Yo, Astoria in, in Long Island City is probably the most lit areas, and then uh, the farther you go, maybe like Rockway is not bad. Somehow
1: we got onto this Queens Brooklyn But you don't bandit. gotta talk trash, yo. Even best, can, 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 can King we have to introduce Jasmine. the Can we introduce our guests,
2: please? Just
4: don't talk about don't I can't even speak. Don't just don't talk crap about Queens. Or Queens or is what? not bad. Or what? Or else what? we will yeah. kick you out.
2: Are you even a Met fan?
4: Huh? No, <laughs> I don't watch baseball. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Anyway,
0: Jasmine welcome to the podcast. Yes, Welcome Thank to you. the podcast, Jasmine. Jasmine <laughs> you know
1: Brooklyn is the best. Jasmine, again, representing Brownsville, Brooklyn. Brownsville, uh, all she is the host of the Unapologetic Podcast, mm-hmm. and she also does some work for the NBA in their analytics department. And yes. Jasmine also does some sideline reporting uh, for men's basketball for the Terry Sports Network, so you can catch her there. Um, Jasmine is my- over now.
0: Okay, don't no, forget go. my YouTube channel too. I'm sorry about that. I got a YouTube what, channel. What, what's your YouTube channel? I am Jazz August
2: TV. I am
1: Jazz August TV.
2: Matt's yeah. gonna do all and, those graphics and. And Jasmine has
1: had uh, interviews with tons of people. Who you interviewed? Kenny Smith, Grant Hill, Jamal mm-hmm. um, Green, Kevin Draymond Durant, Green, GJ Khaled. So i see you interview a bunch of people. So DJ Jazz,
2: Khaled. wait, wait, wait. Wait, how was that? How
0: did that go? So <laughs> I saw some of it. So, yeah,
2: I let you, I let you know no, it
0: was. It was actually cool. Um, Khaled was really cool. He was really nice. I asked. It was when his uh, album dropped, um, the one with the flowers. I cannot call the name of that. Album. See, nobody remembers the name. The Just one with Khaled Holy Key whatever, yeah. on it. Oh, OK,
2: OK, OK. okay, okay. Yeah, so it was like with Nas album done, yes, which Nas we constantly joke about on this on this it, podcast. Nas album still ain't. Still yeah, ain't still like. How do you feel about that? It came out two years ago. That song, like,
0: how are you gonna have a song? I did that Nas, two summers I'm, ago, two yeah. Summers ago. yeah. Nas album, yeah, I guess, but it's not that. I, I don't know. Are you a big Nas <laughs> fan? No, since we had
2: this whole Queens Brooklyn where you said no,
0: no, I'm not a big Nas. I don't have anything against Nas, but okay. I'm Hova, Hovi, baby, Hovita's uh, way. It's uh, Jay Z all the What are you uh, turned on? I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, <laughs> oh like, my this God. side is very like Brooklyn, and uh, Brooklyn
1: why are you hanging and, your head? Uh,
2: Jay Z Strong. <laughs> Which, yeah. is, which is fine. Which is fine with me. I'm a Jay Z strong. Look <laughs> at what's the name of the podcast? But who, that's my favorite? Everybody knows you. That's my favorite. You have
1: yeah. the world is yours hat on. <laughs> yeah, the, I, but that's for my favorite album. <laughs> <It> doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't, I can't wear a, the world is yours hat because I'm a Jay Z
2: fan. You want to talk about my hat? To be fair, no. it's one of, <laughs> <laughs> to be that fair, hat, that's like? one of Dexter's favorite hats. <laughs> what does it say? It, it is it's a running joke in our podcast. Oh, kind of. I thought it said
0: Esco. I was going to say. Oh, so you guys are really Nas fans up here?
2: No, we This is a. All right, fine, fine. I will we'll, do we'll, fine,
1: we'll fine, get fine, to that at fine. some point. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you have the YouTube channel. Yes. Um, and, and how's it been going as far as journalism for you? Obviously, you've been doing a lot as a reporter, some sideline reporting, got the mm-hmm. YouTube channel. Uh, how's the journalism stuff going, going for you?
0: Wow, it's going good. It feels so different to be on this side. I'm like, I got to say it that is. first. It I is. feel like I'm so, you know, comfortable in front of the camera when I'm on your side. Right but now, I'm like, now I can see how they feel a little like. Ooh. <laughs> The lights are hot, but um, <laughs> but no, it's really good. Um, I mean, it's a struggle. No, I don't say struggle; it's a process, um, and you have to really want it. And I was just talking to somebody earlier who called me, reached out to me on LinkedIn, and was like, "Hey, I want to talk to you about you know how you got into the industry." Uh, uh. and I'm like, "Am I qualified to have this conversation yet?" Because you know I'm nowhere near where I want to be. But I said, "I may not be where I want to be, but I can talk to you about how I got to where I'm at." Mm. So. Um, talking to him today made me realise how much further I have to go, but it also made me realize how much how far I've come and how much you really have to love it and want it because there's gonna be times when it's not happening or you think it won't happen or, you know, you're working for free or you know, you put in those long hours. Mm-hmm. So Brian's so nodding it's, his head over there. He's like, yeah, it's a process. That's all I can say. I can't. I, that's the best way. It's a process. I'm in the process. I'm loading. But you, <laughs> that. that,
1: that. You're, you're Look, <laughs> you're, still, you're still able to help people, right, by just telling them how they can get to that place. You Absolutely. Know, Brian and I, have, and I have had people up here. We've talked to them about it. We had Michelle, you here last week. She was telling us about her journey to where she is and how she got there mm-hmm. and the hard right. work she did. What, what do you like about journalism that, that kind of drew you to it? That you're like, this is kind of where I want to go. Right now obviously Um, you've done stuff you started your own stuff independently right could you just talk a little about why that was important and what's drawing you to the industry
0: absolutely um well i just feel like i'm a storyteller by nature right i'm like the type of person who will like i could watch something and i could tell it back to you my mom like i told mom about an episode i watched and she'll be dying tears coming out her eyes everything and then she'll watch and she's like it was way more funny when you told me, or like it was way better when you told me. And she would always tell me that. And I just know that I'm a good storyteller and I'm good at kind of getting people to give me what I want. Like as far as asking them questions and getting the answers that I want from them. So that was just something that it just intrigued me. Like, I just liked the way that I could do that. So I figured why not do that on a bigger stage and you know, and I love sports and I love basketball since I was 10 years old. So it just, I kind of melded the world to my passions.
1: Passions came, passions came together.
0: Right. Yeah, he did. It. All right.
2: Could you one more time state your title that you work for uh, with the NBA in particular?
0: Sure. I am the executive assistant to the senior vice president of basketball strategy and analytics.
2: Okay, so what's
1: That's that That's a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 it is.
2: So what's that like, you know, it's in particular awesome. because we talked we talked before. This was actually like 10, 11 episodes ago or so. Mm-hmm. We had a whole thing talking about analytics. Um we are I don't know if we would say we are analytics guys or not, but probably are to a point. And then we had uh, Nick Meadowlinos up here who covers the NBA from uh, ESPN Australia. Mm. And he hates analytics because he hates what it's done to basketball. Okay. He has a whole section of Twitter that he calls VORP Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and things like that because people okay. try to use analytics to kind of manipulate what's actually happening out there. So I guess what's right. your take on that and uh, just the overall experience of working... Uh, with the NBA, from that standpoint,
0: yeah, um, I feel like well, one when, when I got the position, I wasn't initially um, drawn to analytics like naturally. It just kind of came. It just kind of came to me, and I was like, okay, well, analytics is the way the game is going, and to stay ahead of the curve, you kind of have to jump on those things, you know, early. Um, so I figured, why not have an opportunity to work in the space that the game that I love is going. Um, what I will say about analytics is that um, it kind of supports the eye test. You know, we, we'll have, you mm-hmm. know, you'll have scouts and coaches who use analytics. The I, I, I would say the best scouts and coaches use analytics along with the eye test. Mm. You can't just use analytics by itself and say, okay, I'm going to base a player off of his, you know, usage rate times his effective field goal percentage, and that is going to tell me that that's a great player. Versus using that along with what you see and those the same way that we used to judge players forty years ago, you gotta meld the worlds together.
2: This is what I tell people all the time,
0: but That's you the know. Yeah, we're we, the <laughs> best way to You have
2: to go by the eye test at the end of the day. Analy- the re- like we're so analytical now that I mean, look at the way journalism is, right? And we've talked about this extensively on the podcast. Things that really are the most eye catching in journalism now, unfortunately, are things that are, you know, steered toward aggregation. So we're looking at things that are trying to get clicks as opposed to quality of stories. So it's like using the eye test is how you're going to identify somebody who's a very good basketball player instead of just going by the numbers and seeing somebody averaging 20 points a game efficiently on a bad team. Mm. Then when you put them on right. a good team, they're just a six man who's not playing that well. So you need both, but to a point.
1: No, yeah, I think you need both and I think you hit the nail on the head and why the eye test is still important as somebody who mm-hmm. loves the game i still have to look at a player or a team and, and be able to see some of those trends of what you're doing sometimes numbers can tell you things that you maybe didn't see which is cool too and sometimes i'm, I'm glad because they help fill in gaps but i think the people that just rely on it or this person did this or like you said right. this person's usage rate is this i'm just kind of like if that's your only argument <laughs> you can't tell me what you've right. seen yeah I, I can't, I can't rock with that. So as w- for what you do for the NBA, you said you see one thing you said is you see feel like the best scouts and the best coaches are the ones using the data, oh, yeah. using both the eye test and that. Um, have you how how much are these scouts and coaches coming to you guys for the data that they need to support the things they have with the eye test, especially with something like the draft coming up? Or I know you look, even if it's used looking at college players and mm-hmm. how people doing a combine, et cetera, how much are people yeah. coming to you guys for that? It's
0: funny you say that. Um, you know, we, the work that, that my team does, they really do stuff for the league. You know, the teams have their own analytics departments. Right. So, so they'll handle, you know, their needs. Um, obviously, we, wa- we work, of course, together with teams in the league, but most of the work that um, the analysts in my group do um, are, you know, stuff for the league. So not specifically player by player but holistically how can we advance the game how can we innovate the game and use Mm. analytics to push the game forward
1: got you um
0: but i'll share a funny story about the eye test Hmm. so i was here for funny stories (laughs) well is not funny so it's interesting to me it's an interesting story so i worked the draft combine last year in chicago and um you know the guys had their little scrimmages and, and stuff like that and you know, we had this thing where the top players may not come to the to the combine. Yep. So, like, Lonzo wasn't there. Dennis Smith Jr. wasn't right. there. Um, Josh Jackson wasn't there. Those guys weren't there. Um, Jonathan Isaacs weren't there. But there were the other guys who were, like, fighting for that second-round pick, maybe late first, that are there literally wanting, you know, the coaches and the scouts to see them. So, during the scrimmage, I'm sitting like Corsai and this player – is like he's wildin' and I'm like, I'm looking, I'm like, yo, he's good. Like, what's his name? I, I had to get the I'm like, what's his name? It was Kyle Kuzma. Oh, and wow. and I swear. I swear this is my favorite huh. story because I seen it. I would I just can't explain. It. I was like, he got it. And I, I told him I was like, yo, he, he got it. They like, Oh, he's he's projected to go second round. I'm yeah, like, he, was. he got he was. it. He got it. Huh. So I had to walk him over to we we my job during draft combine was basically transport the players like we take them to the you know anything stations they have to do and things they have yeah, to testing the
1: they, have to they have to
0: do that, right. during the combine and I was transporting him to a station and I was like I was like yo you cold like you got it and he was just like he's like thank you. I was like no for real like, I, was, I thought he was, I thought he was gonna be like
1: yeah
0: I know, I know no 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 he was so <laughs> humble he was so humble but I told him I was like I was like you got it like you nice like I can't it the only way because like you nice like that's it and. When when he started to blow up, I just kept thinking to myself, like, wow, I have really seen it. Like, not to say that I found him or anything like that, but I know personally that, you that saw I it. saw something in him mm. that day that had nothing to do with the numbers. I didn't look at his stats. I'm just mm. watching him. I'm watching him with the baby sky hook in a scrimmage game. I'm like, nah, huh. he's different. Like from the, from the game. So I'm like, me, nah, he's so different. So
1: let me. I, I know. I don't know if you did this, but a lot because Brian and I we did a we did a draft show last year. And he was one of the players, we were just for the Nets, and we were looking mm-hmm. at one of the players the Nets could take late first round. And, and, and they he, took him and traded him. Right. now, And obviously it was in the D'Angelo well, Russell tra- trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But hard, yeah. a lot of what you said was correct. He was really projected to go early second round. And that's what I saw mm-hmm. a lot was. There. Did, you, were there, did you see or hear around the draft any other scouts, coaches, even if you just overheard, don't say any names, but they were like, oh, wow, Like they that kind of shared your sentiment?
0: No, no, not to say that they didn't. Well, right. obviously, his stock went up after the combine. So clearly they did, because he went from being projected second to then they started to put him in that 27, 28 in the first round, and he ended up going like 27. 27. Um, but, but I didn't hear. Did anybody,
1: now that you saw that there, mm-hmm. are you – when you look at him, he's a front runner up there for rookie of the year. I mean, it could be him, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Ben Simmons might actually be third. Did you see him doing what he's done this year in the NBA? Because one thing to see it at the combine, it right. was another thing to see in the summer league yeah. where he killed again. Yeah. And then it's another thing for him to do what he's done this year. Did you see him having the success he had this year?
0: I couldn't predict it. I just, like I said, I just knew he was nice. I knew he was different. He just stood out. You know how some people just have it, and that's what I was. I just like he got it. Like there's other players that were good and they played well, but it was like it was just a it factor about him that mm. I saw. Mm. Just like he got it. That's the only way to, to describe it. And for him, to see him blossom, and I was just like rooting for him the whole time. Like he don't know me from a can of paint, but mm. you know. <laughs> I'm like at home, like wow. I seen this kid come to combine, you know, bright eye, bushy tail, just a college kid, and now now I worked with him at the All Star in February, and I'm seeing him and, like he got Gucci on, and he's like so, and I'm just like wow, I really yeah. see him glow up. Like, that, means cool. that means he's it's an NBA
2: cool. player. I mean, she's <laughs> an NBA player. No, that's
1: that's, that's, that's no, actually like, that's actually I a good that. story in terms of like I, I love that actually
2: feeling. actually seeing something fact, and using I the think, eye think, test. Yeah. I think when when I did that Macy story on Tuesday. Uh, Freness Daily, Damari Howard was wearing like a Dolce and Gabbana jumpsuit that's an NBA player outfit right yeah <laughs> yeah alright we'll we're, we're gonna we're gonna gonna we're gonna take a break does anybody up? have any analytics on why Queens is better than Brooklyn Lewis you have anything on that Lewis no? is nothing no he's just smiling <laughs> he's absolutely nothing he don't wanna reach over and get the mic from Matt at his table no Matt why don't you speak on behalf of Queens
3: I don't know what to say
2: <laughs> I like all the boroughs man no
3: you my, don't. My no. favorite place is Chinatown. So you can't really
2: take Do you my like word. Staten Island? When was the last time you've been to Staten Island? I got family at Staten Island. You do? Yeah. So was the last say time you been about to Staten that. Island?
1: Uh, like stop to do something,
2: <laughs> <laughs> or like driving through. Because I drive. I'm dro- I, based on the so question, nah, I mean, like
1: because like being there. You mean like hang like, out there? Like driving through is not being there. You know what I'm saying? Like you're just passing through. That's not really being there.
3: I wouldn't know what to do there. <laughs> the
1: last time I, the last time I was in Staten Island to do something was when we produced the soccer championship.
3: Oh yeah. For Cutie
1: and Lewis was with me. And Matt, Matty P, they both were with yeah. me. That's the last time I was in Staten Island doing anything. And it was really cold. I'm <laughs> just leave it at that. And I don't really do anything in Staten Island. See, mm-hmm. Jasmine, you?
0: I haven't watched we since I was a kid. Oh, damn. oh, oh. Wow. Well,
2: there, well, we don't have Jeff
1: it's
0: here like to speak on behalf was the of the Bronx. I'm dead serious. <laughs> everybody
1: everybody <laughs> in Staten Island's is like, yeah, we're not, we not
2: messing with But up. we love mm-hmm. Wu Tang, though. No. <laughs> All right, fine. All right. Of course we love Mute. I love love Leave me out here to dry. That's fine. Go to break. All right. We we
1: we we, we are we are going to break. When we come back, we're gonna talk with Jasmine a little bit about why all three of us have something in common uh, regarding the 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 NFL. We're gonna talk about (laughs) the DJ Envy and D S D Semero situation. Uh And Jasmine Uh And Brian, one of their favorite albums of the year, Nipsey Hustle. Oh,
0: of course. We're going to talk
1: about that when we come back on the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. What's up, listeners? You know sometimes how it can be hard just to get from point A to point B. Now, when I have to get anywhere and I don't want to deal with the hassle of public transportation, it ain't hard to tell how I get around. I always make sure to use the best car service app in the game. I'm talking about Lyft. Lyft offers rides in minutes. All you have to do is download the Lyft app, request a ride, and you will be on your way quickly. Lyft is all about happy riders and happy drivers. Take a ride with them and you'll see why 9 out of 10 rides end up with a 5-star rating. Lyft always has amazing offers for new customers, and I'm here to tell our listeners about a great offer today. Lyft is currently offering free ride credit to Ain't Hard to Tell listeners. If you are new to Lyft, then you are eligible and getting your credit is easy. All you have to do is download the app and use the promo code AHTTPOD pod to unlock your free credit today. Ain't hard to tell who is the best car app service, so use the code today and ride out loud with Lyft. The Best New Sports web series is here. It's from Backpack Broadcasting and it's called The Sports Walk. The Sports Walk is a series where diverse sports fans take a walk and share their views at the intersection of sports and society. The entire first season is now available on Backpack Broadcasting's YouTube channel and backpackbroadcasting.com. See what other sports fans have to say about a variety of issues in the world of sports. Watch all 13 episodes from Season 1 and take the sports walk today. All right, welcome back to the Ain't Hard Sports to Tell podcast, episode twenty-four. Ooh. Our guest, Jasmine August, the host of the Unapologetic podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to get into that a little bit too about your podcast. Absolutely. Um, before we went to the break, I was talking about how the fact that three of us have something in common with the NFL this past season. All of us decided not to watch the what, the NFL. Yeah, Brian's like what? Not what? The, well, the what? <laughs> now, Jasmine, you had told me you had told me this before, and you told me it's like you know you had boycotted the the NFL too. Um, and we haven't really spoke with any of our guests, well, outside of one, really, about this. Mm-hmm. But what what was your reasons for boycotting the NFL? Is your boycott going to continue into next season? Mm-hmm. What, d- what what motivated you behind you wanna,
2: it? Or do you want to instead break down this G, uh, JPP trade? It's the
0: buck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know much about it. I just seen a flash on my phone, so I can't really talk too much at length we about We don't care that. about it either. <laughs> but, um,
2: Sorry, Naomi.
0: But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I it was it was a hard decision for me because, well one, obviously basketball is my first love mm-hmm. and I never really watched any other sports. Um, and then when I was in college, I was dating this guy and he was like really into football and it would like take up so much time of the day that so I had said- to start watching it because it was like we would be, like he would not pay me any mind for like seven hours. Damn. No, on Sundays. So I'm dead serious. And I used to be just sitting in the room like, okay. So you um, just sitting
1: in the chill with him on Sundays. all so
0: like we chose every day at this point. I mean, it was nah, one of those I, situations, Trust me, right? I
1: understand how it gets. So Seven <laughs>
0: hours a long time. Oh, never mind.
2: Never mind. It's
1: seven hours a long time To be ignored
0: and, you, and you're literally not talking to her I mean Just keep going Okay You know so- you what know he,
1: you know he told you by saying that what? That he approves of that behavior
2: yeah, That's something does. he would do I don't know what you're
0: talking
2: about but but, right. Go ahead but, um, go but, yeah. to, I'm going to go back to my email
0: So So uh, Nah um, Yeah So I started watching uh, football Right And he kind of taught me the game And I, I fell in love with it Um, So then now it became my thing, It became Mm. my ritual. Even once we were long broken up and everything, Sundays was still my day where I went to church, I came home, I cooked, and I literally sat on my couch and watched football all day. You have a team.
2: Mm. I was going to ask that. So
0: it started with his team. His team was the Eagles, so they became my team, right? (laughs) And then it was when Michael Vick was their quarterback. And then I love Michael Vick, so it was just like it went. And then when Vick left, I kind of stayed with the Eagles for a little while. And then I started to like Marshawn Lynch. So then I Okay. I'm Marshawn Lynch. I went to Seahawks. I went to Seahawks. So Seahawks is my team. It's still my team. Even once he's left, I'm still a Seahawks. He's still rocking with the Seahawks. I'm rocking with the Seahawks. Okay. Um so yeah, so back to this season, when everything happened with Cap, I was just like, We have to protect him. He's a gem. He is our jewel. You know, he's a legend. And as a black woman, that's what we do. We protect our men and I had to protect him and I felt like it was important for me. Even as small as a as a, you know, I'm just one minuscule person who the NFL will not miss mm-hmm. watching their their broadcast. But it was important for me to know that I was protecting him and I was supporting him. So um, that's really why I did it. Um, and I also felt like just to touch on Cap really quick. Yeah, sure. I also felt like you know what was what was really pissing me off about everything was that his message was getting lost. Yes, and it wasn't like I'm I'm boycotting because. Cap doesn't have a job, and that's that's what became thing. Like, oh, until they let Kaepernick the back in the league, then I'm we're in not. Boycott. No, right. Cap, Cap wasn't boycotting just a boycott so he could get kicked out. He's boycotting because people are being murdered, and we're not talking about it, and we're still not talking about it. Somebody, somebody just got somebody killed just in got Sacramento,
1: Sacramento two in the days ago, yep. three
0: days ago, and we're still not talking about it. Yep. And it's like it's not about Kaepernick having it, or his right to to. Uh, boycott the national anthem, what the hell? We all know we have the right to to not stand. That's not why he's doing it, to exercise his right. Then the conversation became about exercising your right to stand for the— no, that's not. That why? never we was. Still that never. That, about, because it uh, peop- doesn't want to be talked about. the people that wanted
1: to detract from it didn't want it to talk about the actual issues. It never. It's. I also what I hated, and yeah. I don't. I think Brian and I got to this very early in the season, and then we decided to stop yeah. talking about the NFL. Was yeah. I hated that <laughs> people were calling it anthem protest? It never was an, an anthem, anthem protest. protest it right. was an anti-police brutality protest. That's what it was, and that's why I echo. Sentiments that you've shared here, I completely agree with you. Yeah. Um, And I understand. I think that was the reasons why I stopped watching as well, too, along with just the lack of respect I feel like the NFL has shown towards uh, minority communities and also women. Um, I thought the NFL did a horrible job when it came to uh, Janae Rice or other women who have been victims of uh, domestic abuse or violence. Mm -hmm. Um, They haven't really stepped up for them in, in that regard, so that has also bothered me. Um, so, yeah, that's why I boycotted. Yeah. So no, so, yeah, so wh- where are you now? Not. I don't even know where Brian is <laughs> in the boycott because we haven't spoken about this. I'm just tired of the national anthem, period. Do we really have to play this
2: before games? I almost cursed.
1: I mean, we. I mean, I mean, I don't think we do, and I think a lot of people don't. Do you play it when it. you wake up in the morning before you do your thing and News
2: Twelve or Backpack Broadcast? I mean, every
1: day before I brush my teeth, I play it. News Twelve. No, nah, I'm not busy. You serious. take a knee in the shower <laughs> <laughs> you play. Nah, but where where are you now with it? Like, what what's the plans for? You know, you've done it for a season, but what? She what was you looking you, at me, me like or? you were asking. Oh, me. Boy, I just both. I guess both. I'm yeah, open okay, this up I'm to anybody. Way, I'm, I'm open up. Sure. We all. We all in the same boat. Look at me. Oh no, no, we, we all we clean. all were in the same boat so I'm, I guess this is for everybody like where are we um, now with this like
0: so you know I feel like I'm I, I don't know where I'm at I'm unclear because like I said the message got lost of course I still want to support it's like it was two things to me I, obviously I completely agree with his with his feelings and what he's fighting for so I was supporting him in that and also supporting him as a black man that was being ostracized for speaking on What's really happening in the world, right? So it was two things. And giving up his
2: job to do it too. And giving up his job. He
0: sacrificed. He sacrificed so much for it. It kind of feels like. And I mean, and and the thing is, which what I love about it and how like life works. I know I'm going on a tangent, but how life works is like, and immediately I'm pretty sure his family and his friends saying, "You losing all this money. This is your your passion, your love. You Mm -hmm. love football. How could you sacrifice this?" And then it's like, would he have been known? Etched in history, but by just being a football player, no. But he's forever etched in history for, for what he did, yeah. and he's a legend. So it's just like sometimes you have to sacrifice for the bigger, Amen. bigger, Amen. bigger, bigger picture, and also changing people's lives and motivating people to speak out and just what he did. Like, how can you transcend a whole nation like that? Well, one, we're doing one thing, he, so and he did. he did, yeah. So that's that. But I was gonna say that as far as what I'm if I'm gonna watch it. NFL season—it's so many things. I, I don't—I don't necessarily agree with the game anymore. It's starting to make me feel uncomfortable ah, with the players. Yeah, no the same page, yeah. I, I'm just
2: act, I'm actually everything,
0: about everything about it is just kind of—I'm kind of losing my interest. Interest. Yeah, Brian, that's always been Brian's
2: point too. My thing with the NFL—it's crazy because,
0: <clears throat>
2: excuse me. You know, I love boxing, obviously, and I cover boxing a lot. But my thing with the NFL is that it's not—it's even before. Kaepernick took a knee, and all of that was happening. Was that the quality of the actual game was trash? It had gone down tremendously. Uh, we started seeing more and more players leaving early because they thought that they were getting severely injured with CTE and things like that. Mm-hmm. And before anything else, I feel like you know, sports media, you should care about the athlete's health. <laughs> you know what we I mean? Should. I don't know if we always. Do I don't that. know if we always do because certain people have certain agendas and so forth, but. My thing was that the game was actually getting bad. And then the whole injustice thing happened and then you kinda take a look around and you see that the owners what they believe in what they stand for. You don't rock with that. I don't. Like, you know, you think you think me and Jerry Jones will have like a intellectual conversation if we're locked in the same room? No. I don't want to see that. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? For example, or or who was the dude from the Houston Texans?
0: I can't remember his uh, name, but but owner, he and the said Texas he can't owner, let the Texans owner. Anybody right? who yeah. says
2: anybody who says my players or my workers will stand for na- national anthem, I'm not gonna rock with you. And that's not that has nothing to do with the actual national anthem. Just don't tell me what I can and can't do during the national anthem. I agree. You I, know what I mean. I, I agree. Like if I need to go piss during <laughs> the national anthem, I'm gonna take a piss. Right. Like, it's fine. If I want to sit down and do my work during the National Anthem, which I have at arenas, I've done this during Nets games, I've done this during Liberty games, you going to tell me nothing. Right. Well, I'm people, like, people will come
1: and tell you something because it happened to me before I was actually texting my mom. Know, it's, it's not that important. It's not that important. What the
2: National w- Anthem is is killing time. I was texting <laughs> my mom. It's wasting
1: time. This was during Kaepernick. When Kaepernick was going through his protest, I was texting my mom. I'm not going to say where this was and where I was working, but somebody who I do some work for came over to me and said they, they – and I don't think it would have happened to me if I wasn't black. I'm mm-hmm. gonna come out and say that, but I, they came oh, to me yeah. and was like, oh, you know, maybe you should pay more respect during the National Anthem. I was actually texting <laughs> my mom about a situation that involved something with my family, and I don't care what's being played. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> At you any could time. be playing shook Wait, ones. and I have
0: to say this too, <laughs> sure. because what you're saying, them telling you to pay respect, it's just so... Well, it's, that's it's, you, they told me
1: to be mindful of paying those I want to make sure I say the words right Be mindful of paying Respect during what, the
0: though. Whatever Whatever This right. whole, this whole res- <laughs> It this doesn't whole, really matter Yeah it doesn't yeah. Even matter <laughs> This <laughs> whole respect thing It's just like It blows my mind How these owners Or people who are part of the NFL or people that were not a part of the NFL, just just media that was talking on Fox News or whatever, saying like, oh, how could these people disrespect the flag? How about people being murdered and you're not outraged by that?
1: Amen. You're
0: You're outraged by somebody not standing for a song. But you're not that doesn't disrespect your country you're American these are American citizens but that's because we're not seen as American citizens we're seen somehow less than or separate from the American community so therefore you're not mad about oh um this is so anti-american um American people are being killed they may not be the same color as you but they are American. So how is that? I don't get that. How does
1: that not upset you more? How than does that so? not
0: upset you? Right. Like that is just that. It's like I don't know. It's mind blowing to me. No, and I nobody. And I'm not hearing anybody say this. No, I'm not hearing anybody saying this explicitly. Like this is the problem. This is what it is.
1: Nobody. I feel like we. You know, as we were saying before, I don't think people want to talk about. Nobody the, wants the real, to talk about it. Issues. Speaking of things that upset people. Um, yeah, because that upsets me. I know. Cause I'm trying. I'm gonna try to move on because it, it does get me a little hot.
0: Hmm.
1: Or no, do you
2: want, or do you want to save it for the third? Oh no, no, no! We're we we, we, we we're
1: st- we're starting. We're starting here. We'll we'll continue <laughs> over.
0: Oh, I'm nervous. Of. Sometimes things upset
1: people, and you know, sometimes people's situations and they end up storming out. Such was the case with <laughs> Breakfast Club <laughs> host DJ Envy. I love that setup. Okay, <laughs> Breakfast Club host DJ Envy was joined by uh, Deesis Zemiro. Mm. who brian and i we're, we're decent and meryl fans we like these i've never seen this show what i
0: know whoa, whoa. i know i know oh, i've never seen
1: this show whoa, whoa. jasmine how much I time know. do we have
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> no no i have to i have to watch no, they, show first
1: of all i think this show is great they do a great job on pop culture and stuff and they talk about anything they talk about anything things going on and everything yeah. and anywhere yeah. which is what i think makes their show great and then new yorkers so they have you know, that New York flavor, New York vibe. They represent the Bronx, but they have that, you know, mm. that vibe to it. Too. <laughs>
2: oh. no, let me stop, let me stop, let me stop. <laughs> Actually, you said but. You said they represent the Bronx
0: but. No, no, I said, so, but. I said
1: but in terms of, because Jasmine and I are very proud now. Brooklyn love. So I know wait, Jasmine I gotta, feels me on Wait, that. I got
0: stuff. Right don't, don't forget your thought, but I had to say this. Go I, ahead, I yeah, forget. I forgot. It's ahead. so funny because Uh-oh. when you're from New York, right? Well, when you're from Brooklyn, <laughs> you make sure that you specify that you're from Brooklyn yep, and you're not from New right. York. Right, so people will be like, when I was in Virginia, I went to college in Virginia, and people will be like, "Oh, you, um, where you from? Brooklyn?" Or we'll be like, "Oh, you from New York? I'm from Brooklyn." Like, you gotta make sure you make it. It's a clear distinction. Like, it's a difference. Like, why it's, do you, it's why levels.
1: do you, Why do you think that occurs? <laughs> and levels. is that Brian? Is that the case for you? Are you saying like, "Yo, yeah, I'm from Queens"? When you're out of state,
0: not really. I just say I'm from New York.
2: Interesting. City.
0: I never. But say it, I'm from it New also York. depends where
2: I'm at, like.
0: I could be in South Africa and somebody ask me where I'm from from Brooklyn. All day. I never say I'm from New York. I swear it just never came out of my mouth. I
1: think that's a Brooklyn thing too. I say New York. I've yeah, never, never yeah. said New York. Y'all can't feel us on this. Right. <laughs> it's just a Brooklyn moment. Okay, go know, ahead. Book I'm book. sorry. I had a Brooklyn <laughs> moment.
2: Listen, <laughs> any, any, any love <laughs> d-
1: that I mean, going be. be pro-
2: coming for y'all then. <laughs> nah, I mean, <laughs> you're
0: listen.
1: You're
2: trying to diss the Bronx. I didn't say, we didn't <laughs> I'm
1: diss not the Bronx. We didn't diss the Bronx, but. <laughs> <what>? <laughs> we didn't diss the Bronx. Anyway, we all saw the situation with DJ Samaro going up to the Breakfast Club. DJ Envy felt like they disrespected his wife in a previous segment on their show. And then. DJ Envy walked out.
2: <laughs> um,
1: I know what my thoughts were to that situation. I haven't really talked to Brian in depth about this, but Jasmine, you saw this as well, too. Yes. What, what did you think about the Envy-Decent Merrill situation? Did Envy overreact? Uh, what did you think about the whole situation?
0: Well, let me say this. I always like to start anything as this is my personal opinion, right? And it doesn't mean make it fact right. or it doesn't make it Bible or truth or whatever. But in my personal opinion, not knowing Envy, not knowing his wife or the situation, just from a fan perspective or somebody who, you know, watches Breakfast Club for years... Um, like I said, I never seen Desus in what's the other one? Meryl. Meryl, Desus Meryl name. So I mean, they shows come, they coming for you now. No, no, I, in name. no shade. I just never seen that show, so yeah, they, I can't it speak ain't me on Deces. them. No. I, I can't speak on them. But I will say, and I didn't. I didn't. Also, the little clips of what they said. Right. But I felt like one thing: if you have a personal life and you want to choose, if you don't want anybody to have an opinion on anything that happens behind closed doors, you have to keep it behind closed doors because then no one can speak on it because they won't know about it. Yep. Now, when you allow anything to be in front of the public, then people are entitled to their opinion and you entitled to not give a shit. And that's just as simple as that. So them saying what they said and then it was kind of peculiar to me because for Envy to be in the position that he is and to have the the occupation that he has, it was even more kind of outrageous to me that he would be so offended when I'm pretty sure if he can roll back the tape on the last 15 years of his career that he's probably said something or laughed at something or joked with something that somebody's Mm -hmm. personal life and they didn't particularly like, and it doesn't make it wrong. That's your job. So if anybody should have understood what D. Ziz uh, oh and Meryl, De- 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 no, uh, no shit, I really. It's a funny name. Ziz and Mero was, was it's doing. a funny name. Oh my god, no! I didn't mean like that, but I'm just saying it should have been Envy, right? Shouldn't he have been what? the one that could no, understand? I'm first
2: that? of all, Envy had a white suit, so he he had to have known that he was going to get clown that day. All right, tired. of this. At white Second
1: suit, of- and he was not in Miami. He was, I he was not, in
2: not in Miami. Suit. White suit, and he had a thick goatee on. No, which which Brian, like which, Brian, which Brian believes is, is suspect. <laughs> Brian said he looked suspect. No, I'm the like yo because like oh, well man. that's that's not a thing anymore really. I mean you know what I'm saying. Like the solo like, stash it should be gone. Yeah like or well, the soul or, patch. I was gonna say yeah. that. I
0: hate when men have nothing and just the soul patch.
2: I used to that rock. So I used to. Un- I know last time I seen somebody with that. I never had a soul patch only. <laughs> you had but
0: a soul I used no
2: right? I'm saying no no. First of all you're black. Y'all don't do that.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> no, I seen a black man with this so patch, and I, I swear. To you, look, we can look it up on like right. Google Images. While you look that up,
2: I'm gonna PM, find that. While you look that up, um, so what's it That's called? That's embarrassing. Yeah, go like ahead. you, like you got, you got like a kind of goatee thing, but there's like some stuff going on here too. So like, you're good. You mm-hmm. know what Not I'm saying? But on. for the most Thanks. part, but for the most part, you don't like now you don't shave and Just leave the goatee on, like that stopped being the thing. I feel like two three years ago, I used to do that and then I stopped because you know, I think the way So, wait, look.
0: What, what, what's the what are you talking about? What
2: facial hair? No, so you I said know you are <laughs> I'm talking
0: about what do you say? He took all of this off.
2: No, 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 it's just look because the way it's grown, I'm like, yo, you he has to have
0: oh, you need to shave, you know no, what I'm he, saying?
1: And I think it's because his was, was is a thicker. Yeah. I'm spending too much time on that Yeah, you're spending too much time on that.
2: What are you trying to say? Nothing. (laughs) All I'm saying is that look weird and he had the white suit. And to to be partially serious, he, you know, morals and stuff come into play. He cheated on her first with uh, Erica, what's her name? Well
1: it's rumored that it's Erica Mayer.
2: Rumored? Well, I mean it seems like he did.
1: I mean (laughs) We we know. We know that he cheated. Here's where I agree with Jasmine. If you Cover pop culture mm-hmm. every day. You come on the radio every day. You talk about people. Oh every yeah, day, we, yeah, yeah, right. Like DJ and, academics, right? Where he and can't you, handle it. You, yeah, there's yeah, yeah, not And he's and he, but his stance is let's respect his stance. He said, "Don't come at my wife and my kids." Right, like that's off limits. Right. Here's where I Anybody find it a little a bit married? problematic. I find it hard, as Jasmine said, if you go back through his 15 year career and you listen to all his tapes, that you will never hear him commenting or criticizing or joking on somebody's wife and or kids i'm sure he has because that's what they do on the breakfast club Like, so to Jasmine's point, if anybody should have understood it and the joke and know what the game is, he's got to know what the game is. Yeah. You can't be playing in the game and talking about like, oh, no, no. But now you can't. You can't. But
0: but I will say that when you are insecure about something or you feel uncomfortable about something and somebody says something about it, then those emotions come up. When you confident Mm -hmm. and comfortable in your marriage and your relationship and what you've done and not done and what your wife is and isn't, then what what Jesus and Mero have to say does not matter. Yeah. Who gives a damn If de- Who is de- I mean no not, not to be nah, nah, like nah, that nah, No 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 Hold no, on Hold on Hold on No I understand the I, no, Don't try crazy. to get messy <laughs> I know no, no, what you're no, saying I'm, I'm saying <laughs> No I'm is, telling
1: him I know
0: you're not Who is decent In Merrow to envy I'm saying In his in Right In his view I get what you're saying They may be important Media personalities It shouldn't matter But they shouldn't matter To his wife and his kids
1: Right I get completely saying I know what you were trying To make it messy I No I wasn't saying
0: Them like I Like they're nobodies I no, I'm not saying I, that. Let's Jasmine, be clear. I knew
2: what you were saying. Yeah, no. I'm this not trying is, to do yeah, anything. He's the
0: Charlemagne of the show, right? What are you talking? Yeah, I, about? Like, <laughs> I already see it. The no, no, You're no. The
2: we're like the same height, but that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. It's <laughs> Like Fifty Shades lighter. Uh, <laughs> I mean, um, <laughs> I was gonna
1: say something. Never mind. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about <laughs> Nipsey Hussle's new album, which Jasmine loves. And I do. Brian loves. I think they love it a little too much, but that's just also my opinion. And we're gonna talk about what's everybody's pet peeve. What do people do that really Piss you, piss you off. I was going to go someplace else with that, but I'm not going to go there. We'll talk about that more when we come back on the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast.
2: Sports Guru is the place where fans talk about sports via video. All videos are 60 seconds or shorter. Sports Guru makes the video look more professional and fun by adding automated on-screen graphics. You can follow your favorite sports by team, trending, new, or by people you follow and more. Type in the title of your video and it will automagically that's right. Also magically go into your on-screen graphics. It's just that simple. Tag your teams and publish sports. Let's talk sports.
1: It ain't hard to tell where to get the latest merchandise from Backpack Broadcasting. Gear is now available via T Public. Visit the Backpack Broadcasting T-Public online store to get shirts, hoodies, mugs, and phone cases. Represent your favorite Backpack Broadcasting shows. Including the sports walk sideline stories and of course the ain't hard to tell podcast check out the special offers for our podcast listeners at http colon backslash backslash t dot pub backslash lic backslash backpack get in the game with your official backpack broadcasting here today All right, welcome back to Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Dexter, Henry, Brian, Fonseca, and our guest Jasmine August, the host you're of the Unapologetic <laughs> podcast, representing Brownsville, hating on the Bronx Queens that night. Oh, not <laughs> on the bo- No, no, <laughs>
0: no. Nah,
1: I'm just y'all. I'm y'all
4: just joking.
2: Are you gonna take that.
4: Um,
0: <laughs> I know he's trying to. Act, he's trying to
2: come over here. We he don't want him. right to now. Yeah. I live
4: right by you where you used to live. I used to live in Ridgewood. You're Queens, my guy. You're trying to be hood, but you really not. He's a fraud. He's a fraud. Do you mean, trying to be hood. Yeah. Bronx is known. There are no I mean, hoods Bronx in, in Brooklyn. Brooklyn is known. Don't as you a... live by Queensbridge? No, Queensbridge is nowhere near <laughs> Left right City. You guys don't even
1: know the geography of Queens. I'm done with all see, of y'all. No, I do. Queens he sucks. You guys have don't you know. Seen, have you ever no, seen Have you ever seen the map of
2: 50th Road being next to 50th Street yeah, being next to 50th Avenue? I actually I actually have I actually have
1: seen that. Um... Jasmine, before we get into a couple other topics, just want to talk to you about your, your podcast, Unapologetic Podcast. Oh, yeah. say something, man. Um, talk to Go us ahead. about just interrupt. How you've been doing it? What you've been doing? How long it has been going? What's been going on with that?
0: Yeah, so um, I had it in my spirit to do a to do a podcast for a long time. Like I just felt like I needed an outlet, right? And I had like all these thoughts, and like I would find myself like somebody needs to hear this. I would be like praying right talking to god and i'm like god this is cool i'm talking to you about this but somebody else needs to hear this and it doesn't have to be necessarily anything super serious but just things that i kind of learned along the way so i said i wanted to make a podcast it was something i was on my to-do list for like at least a year um and before i got any equipment or anything i would just do voice notes and record about 10 to 12 minutes and send them to all my closest friends and family members. Hmm. And that was the podcast at first. So I did five episodes like that. I started off um, the last week in November of 2017. Oh, and so you know, this
1: is recent too? For you. Yeah, it is okay. very recent.
0: Um, so I did that once a week and then my family and friends were like, oh, Jazz, that was good. Da, 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 I like this, I like that. I'm like, okay, like real podcast coming soon. I, asked, I still... I still do Christmas lists for my mom. So I wrote out a list (laughs) of things I wanted for Christmas. And my mom bought me a mic. I I wanted to set up for my podcast. So I got that. And then um, starting in the first week in January, I launched the official um, podcast, which is the unapologetic podcast that you can find on SoundCloud at the unapo- it's other. Now, what kind of pissed me off was the unapologetic. <laughs> and I'm
1: sorry, oh, people piss us off with other podcasts. <laughs> yeah, the unapologetic
0: but. podcast, Like it came to me like that's the name. Like I always felt like that was something that I identified with just being unapologetically jazzed, right? That was like my to me, that's my brand just being me. So I felt like the podcast needed to be named unapologetic podcast. So I didn't see, I Googled it. I didn't see any other unapologetic podcast. I'm like, okay, cool. That's the name. Boom. I I make it the unapologetic podcast, and then I'm looking on SoundCloud, and it's like seven unapologetic ah. podcasts. But like it's like it's just like different ways they spell it, or like they don't put the, they just put unapologetic or whatever. So it's my picture as the logo. So if you see like seven other unapologetic podcasts, just see the one that look like me.
1: There you go, and and, they, and you know find it. You talk about everything sports, everything on there.
0: So um, right now, like I said, it's still in this infancy. Um, so. It will grow into that. I talk a little bit about sports, obviously, because I work for the league. I don't want to speak too much on the NBA, but I do try to talk about other sports and things that you know I can I can speak to. Um, but I really focus on life and love. To be okay. honest, that's that's really what the podcast um, focuses life on. Life and
1: life and love. Life and love. Okay. And a little bit of sports. We don't, We need a more. A little bit of sports. We need a little more. Th- we need a little more than a life. Now, one of the things that you love and Brian loves. Album we, we talk hip hop on this podcast sometimes too. Mm-hmm. And so uh Brian a couple of weeks told me about the Nipsey Hustles uh new album. He Neighborhood. Reco- Yeah, he recommended <laughs> that I listen to it. Yeah. And then I saw you and you were like I should to listen to it too. Now Brian was really excited about this album. Um more
2: than I thought I would be. And then and yeah. I will
1: say this because I don't think I've said this on the podcast yet. I did listen to it. And I you guys really liked it. Oh, good. Okay. Um, I know what no, I really <laughs> liked it. And Brian was trying to tell me that, like, yo, it was really good. You said it was good. And yeah. I really actually enjoyed it. Like... It's not like, you know, I'm not going to be this new Nipsey Hussle fan like that. But I was I thought it was a really enjoyable album. He really mm-hmm. knows how to make songs. There's some, it's really good to work out, which is what Brian this has said to me. Well,
2: I keep telling you, it's uh, a great album to work out to. It is. everybody, And needs it can motivate stuff. you. You just it's called promoted, it motivation yeah. music
1: for you.
0: Yeah, right? absolutely.
1: And you, and so so, what do you like about the album? Brian's kind of said what he's liked about the album. Not um, really. Before. Have I? I think you did. The first time we talked about it. You said, you know, you liked it. You thought it, it was solid, the song making. I don't know if you said anything else. That was the time you recommended it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I said
2: it's a top two album this year so far and you got annoyed at that. Yeah, I got annoyed at like, you. I was like, there's only <laughs> going to listen to like two <laughs> albums. Uh, After why? Prime 2, it uh, might be still be two. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, not, I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna let Jasmine <laughs> so
1: like that. Let's come out. Prime, what I well, came out last week. Prime two was uh, Royce and Royce the Five Nine and DJ Premier. They put out okay. the album that came oh, out I last week. I
0: didn't you don't to listen to that? The no, I don't know. I know who Royce the Five Nine is. Yeah, but I've never listened to any of his music.
1: Okay, okay. Brian okay. is very disappointed. <laughs> 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 I was
2: looking you at like you to big, see if you got like like disappointed. Fan of his. I mean, we both are. Okay. Well, like we're we're not like. I mean. I don't know what kind of hip hop do you typically yeah, listen? Yeah, we know to? that you like Nipsey Hustle, So what
1: what else do you like listening?
0: So to? yeah, I'm definitely going to give you my take on Nipsey's album. But before I do that, I will say my little my music kind of I'm R and B head, so I listen to a lot of R and B. Um, when it comes to hip hop though, I oh, literally. Can I pause you for one second? Yeah.
1: Do people ever say that you look like a specific R and B artist? Don't say like Tweet. Tweet. Yeah, that's what I who don't I look,
0: like, look tweet. like Tweet. People say I look like everybody. Yeah. I look like Kiki Palmer. Yeah. I look like no, Tweet. Who's
1: Tweet? T- oh God. What? You don't listen to R&B. Not He's that much. See, he doesn't know I that.
0: You listen, I, I'll say look, this to people who, who every time. You no. Do I need to you know who Tweet is? You think I look is? like Tweet until you see a picture of Tweet. And not the shape. Tweet, it literally I tweet spelled I'm Tweet, pretty and she's beautiful. But I'm saying yeah. it's Tweet. But people think they I look like Tweet, <laughs> but until you see a picture
2: of Tweet. And a picture of John Bolton comes up. <laughs> a lot <of> images. <laughs> you, you do j- not look j- jasmine, like John Bolton. <laughs> jasmine,
1: I'll be completely honest. It wasn't until you said R&B now that it really popped in my head because I never thought about it before. I never thought about it before. You don't really like, we don't really look don't alike, so? right? Nah. People
0: like think we have the same complexion. We kind of have the same facial structure. You have the same facial but structure. when you look at her and you look at me, we don't look alike. I haven't looked at her picture name,
1: tweets. I don't know, because she can sing and birds sing. I guess that kind of thing. She can sing though. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay, but back to, hey, back to sorry about that. Yes, your R and B head. So R and B head,
0: but as far as hip hop goes, I really, <laughs> I really do listen to Jay Z, and I mean. It's probably bad. I should <laughs> what's so bad. funny? not bad, one 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 one? but I should diversify. Yo, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. hold diversify on. What? my what? Palette.
1: What?
2: what happened? I'm sorry. I, was Cause looking cause at my my, face?
1: I just felt like that was going to hurt my soul. When
2: no, you said I listen. I, I, yo, you be like I don't like Jay-Z. I just don't like him as much as the way you do.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. I listen to Jay-Z, I listen to Drake. Um, I listen to Drake, Jay-Z, um, and Nipsey, which is probably actually. Those are your three. Those are the three most common <laughs> rap artists that I would say I listen to. I listen to Future. Um... (laughs) I listen to Roy. What's so funny? Looking
4: at each
1: other for reaction. No, because I know you know I don't like Future. I don't. I, I, oh, you don't I, like I, Future. I'm not either. Yeah.
2: guy. I, nobody here does except Lewis and the yeah, club. Yeah, I listen to Future. But not without you <laughs> <judging laughs> though, uh, except yeah. Lewis when he goes to the clubs. <laughs> <That's,
4: laughs> I mean, there's a time and a place. Trap music is good <laughs> when you the club. Yeah. However, yeah. like I, I day only day.
2: like March Madness in March. Once April 1st comes, I like March I don't Madness. There's some Future songs I like,
0: but
1: overall I'm not
4: like the list of Future. You like like a listen to Future
2: or you Migos on the do Do you care? about lyrics at all
0: yes absolutely that's why i love jay-z he's the most lyrical all
2: right so yeah I don't. why do you like future
0: <laughs> i like future's music because really. it, it's a feel-good kind it's of vibe it's a vibe all right and, vibe. I get,
2: and i get that i can get it's vibes a, I don't from, listen, from other oh, artists and then
0: i forgot to mention <laughs> cole of course i like Jay cole. Hey, okay. like cole okay 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 i was in Jay cole jay-z um drake and nip okay
1: yeah. And you've been rocking with Nip. With nips. I like she calls him Nip. I like that.
0: No, not that like, I got no, But I yeah. just, I, you know so, what? You like, I, I wouldn't call
2: nip. him Nip because I'm not calling another man just, you know, almost <laughs> Nipple.
0: No, right.
1: It's actually
2: shorter than nipples. Not even close to nipples. nip. is, a, all right, is actually We're not closer do it. to nipples Jeez than nipples. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 not cheese what nips. do you listen to, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me got, about Lords got of the Underground. <laughs> 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 I love
4: Lords <laughs> of the Underground. <laughs> what? <is> <laughs> <Why? Why? laughs> I don't even know why I'm laughing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I said cheese nips. And got who? By the way, he said it was. You Got Dipsy
3: Doodle or cheese it? Cheese nips. You that got either or. That's podcast we called him Nipsey, called Dip- called Dip-
1: Nipsey, Dip- Nipsey Doodle. Nipsey Don't play doodle. with Nipsey like that. See, you can't be coming at Nipsey. <laughs> That's why I'm going to cut So, so, so you me, you a you fire come you 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 expanded your hip hop palette, if you want to say your I
0: need to expand it more though, because like you said, like Voice the 5 and I used to listen to Currency Spitter. Like I used to try to like I listened to Wiz like that like you know, Cushion Orange Juice mixtape. And I was a Wayne fan, like No Ceilings. Like I like rap, like like. But I don't. It's so many artists now Hmm. that I feel like it's just out of control. I can't keep up.
1: That kind of happens, I think. And I just stick
0: to what I know.
1: I think it happens. Mm -hmm. I think that happens as you get older. But I'm
0: pretty sure that there's there's, like I will listen to the album. and I probably would like some of the songs. Yeah.
2: I mean, are we? We're only allowed to play up to 10 seconds of it, right? Now we're not gonna do that. Now Mm -hmm. I'm just saying.
0: I'll (laughs) no. I'll listen to it though. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it it depends. it, it.
2: It depends because like. To some degree, I feel like Dex are the same way. Like we kind of stick to what we know. There's very rare that we get put onto certain things. My brother's very much like that now. He like there's a lot of newer artists he doesn't like. Although he did the other like yesterday tell me, "Yo, did you know Common dropped this new project?" I told you about that. I like that too. And I'm like, "What's yeah, really good?" <laughs>
0: common is lyrical.
1: Common, Common with uh, it's called August Greens with Common. Um, Robert Glasper, who's a jazz producer and pianist that I love, and um, Kareem Riggins. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said pianist. Like how? Like how childish yeah. are, are these guys? How childish are you? Like who I laughed did. at that? Really? <laughs>
2: she did. No, she laughed because y'all are ridiculous. That's nah, why. He's,
3: he's a good pianist. <laughs> like, uh,
2: yeah,
3: uh, yeah, <laughs> bro. He's, I know jazz. Come on, we talk about jazz all like, the time. Like come on. Really,
2: I love jazz. I did not think you you were gonna, I did not think jazz was
1: I think you like this album, and I think that his brother is which is who's older than even I am, liked the album. It's it's a very very grown album, I would say that, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, Yeah. so it's good, it's good good in that stretch,
2: but like, but back to the point was um, basically like you like a certain artist, so you kind of stay that's like you kind of stay in that lane. And I think that's why the Nipsey Hustle thing kind of caught you off guard, because you know what my lane is. It's usually bars, it's, you know, before anything else I've talked about it, you know, Royce, Five Nine, Freddie Gibbs, Vince Staples, whatever. Then the Nipsey Hustle album drops, and he's not somebody who's like ultra lyrical or whatever the case may be. But he
1: can make songs, he can make good songs. Yeah.
0: I I, I, I think that what makes Nip like stand out and what makes him so like different and what makes him so dope is that he kind of carved out this like niche, and he only want, and, and this is I, I feel like it's because he a Leo. I'm really into astrology. I know he's a Leo, and I'm a Leo. So, connect, a Leo. so no, no, I understood. Like I understood him from like a Leo perspective. Like we only care about the people who care about us. Like we only like so he like who gonna who gonna bang with it? Gonna bang with it. I'm not making music for the masses right. because everybody's mm. not gonna like my music, and I'm not gonna try to I'm not gonna try to make myself for everybody. Like I'm a I'm gonna be me and. Who wanna bang with it, gonna bang and with if it, if who don't, don't, who don't, and I'm good with it. Yeah. And that's what I liked about I this think key.
1: you definitely get the vibe of that on Victor. That's that. what I liked about we it. because, the same because it's like this
2: podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like who you know. You can't try. <laughs> but to that's make like anything this in life, stuff. right? Yeah, you can't try. Well, not everybody lives their life that way. Some people really True. do try to live their life in a way where they can kind of please everybody and want to be open to everybody. And it's like, listen, either mm-hmm. you. I wish I could. I wish I could be more candid. What I really want to say, but either you, yeah. you, <laughs> with me on, you don't. Oh no, we know. We know. And, we know and it's really say. that simple. <laughs> like it's really that simple. So I feel like nipsey that was his approach that's his, that's been his approach in his career and that's what i connected with and what made me like him that's, and then to listen to his music it was like motivational like him, him talking about just wanting to like be on and like just being hungry and then like victory like like crenshaw was good listen to crenshaw i like that i wasn't with nipsey from his very first mixtape or anything like that i started listening to nipsey um around 2014 13 is when i started listening to that's him. that's
1: what you got to him too right Brian? Not really. Ooh, oh, not really. Okay, see you a little later.
0: No,
2: nah, uh, the first thing I from Nipsey Hussle, the first thing I heard was Killers. That was a, okay. the Drake feature. And then that was pretty much, I mean, there was like sporadic things here and there. I was never considered myself a Nipsey yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't I like and bumping
0: his music like OD, but yeah. it was just like but I, I just checked, check
2: in. I just checked for the album because I respected what he was doing just as a... You know, as a person. Yes. Yeah. As an independent right. artist, what he was doing on a mixtape circuit. Not to like not like I fell in love with the mixtapes or whatever. Not to get into this Nipsey hustle deep dive, but you know. <laughs> there were just things where like I was just curious to check out the album. Yeah. Like sometimes that just happens where I respect somebody. I check out their work once and then I just like it. Um I can't think of another recent example of that. But he's kind of like in that Rick Ross lane where they're not going to be super lyrical like Royce the Five Nine or whoever, but they know how to make very good songs. They have a good ear for picking beats. They I use think features does. in the right areas. You know what I mean? 50 Cent is another one, one like, like that too.
1: I think Jasmine's right about the vibe that um, he has where he doesn't really care if you bang with him or not it's, it's about he's going to make the music he wants to make and I think when I listen to an artist and I can hear that yeah. even in their music and their songs I have a lot of respect for that too in their song making that he's not trying to cater to the radio like he's just making the music that he feels and mm-hmm. I think a true artist does that so that's good um speaking, you, of speaking speaking of being true go ahead do you like Migos
0: I do listen to Migos I haven't listened to you, disappoint,
1: you disappointed Matt <laughs> Did you get through All the Did you get through I All the I haven't Oh you haven't listened to it Okay No
0: let me tell you I've really been on this Victory lap. Like and it's crazy Because like for the From when it came out It came out All Star Weekend um, From did. February 16th Until I just started Listening to other music I mean I was listening Damn she was in the zone I was listening it's still to Victory Lab yeah. Like and I still listen to But I mean I was only Listening to Victory Lab For like three and a half weeks like every day, morning, noon, night, and it's just like it would just have me. Like I said, I'm, I feel like I'm on my marathon. Like so, when he's talking about like the marathon, mm. and like I'm not at the victory lap level yet, but he's talking about like you know, even he's kind of saying like this is the victory lap on this first round. But yeah. now we about to go to the next thing with the investing, and he's smart. Like he's somebody put him on to game. Like listen, he's talking about doing yeah, things at a higher level about for investing his people and companies. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the like, West
2: Coast four four four.
1: Let's not get that. I mean? Let's not go that far.
0: All Let's right. not go that oh, far. Oh wait, you saying four four four? Jay Z's four
1: four four? I said the West Coast version of it. <laughs> oh, you, mean, oh, you like, mean in terms of the uplifting? The yeah, or you mean I'm in terms like, of, yo, oh, I thought you meant as in like how good it is. Like that's not four four four. Yo, Matt,
2: wrap this up.
4: It's not. It's not.
2: It's not four four four.
1: Oh yeah, before we go, speaking, we talk about people being authentic, right? I had this thought this week about. You know, My pet authentic. peeve right
2: now is death. And <laughs> I don't
1: care. And you know what? If you don't bang with me, then you don't bang with me. Either. That's fine. <laughs> but I always think about things that just sometimes people do that annoy you. You know, sometimes it's stuff people just do. We see stuff in society. Huh. Lewis is yawning right now. I don't know why. That's like a pet peeve. It's no, tired, no, I'm not joking. It's not. It's but I'm going to ask Jasmine on the what, what are some things that people do that's like a big pet peeve? Like what really grinds your gears?
0: Woof. What grinds my guest, a lot of things grind my guest. I'm easily um irritated. You, you can say Brian if
1: you want to. I know you <laughs> no, want to. <laughs> <Brian>. <laughs>
0: about my gears. Um I feel like
2: That's a compliment.
0: The yeah, what kind of um I hate I hate phony people. Or I'm phony, sorry. just anything that's like phony, like it it upsets me. It's like an insult to me. Like you have the audacity to come to me with this, like <laughs> Get on my face, right? That's how. That's how I feel. I hate phoniness, and it's so weird because when you're working in an industry like the entertainment industry, it's gonna be a lot of that, oh, and yeah. you have to be oh. able, you oh, have yeah. to be able to maneuver and kind of play the game. <laughs> have, I,
1: has anybody ever approached you where you knew they were being fake?
2: Yeah, and, oh.
1: and like, and especially in maybe a, a <laughs> professional setting. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. How did oh, you yeah. How did you deal with that? Like, how did that? Because you say you don't like it, so in the moment you're like, ugh. Huh. This person It's tough ago.
0: It's tough for me Type <laughs> person I am um,
1: Uh oh Jazz was ready to scrap Get No no no, no Not ready to there scrap you know. But
0: like I just should Watch, be ready out. To
1: Watch out I time. just
0: I don't know how to be Anything other than jazz Right So it's tough for me When I'm com- bad with things like that cuz I'm like realness is not going to make this a good situation. sometimes be, keeping it
1: real can go wrong. to be
0: productive, right? Mm-hmm. It's words. not going to be productive in We've a situation. Had this situation. And I And <laughs> I love that. Shout out to my favorite comedian. Sure, Dave come too. But yeah, yeah. um but yeah, when keeping it real goes wrong, so like so nobody ever wants to be in that keeping it real goes Trust wrong. Me, you don't. <laughs> She's like you can lose you know a lot of money
1: that way. The girl like
0: I was just keeping it real and it's like she ended up in jail. She ended up like I love that skit. So I feel like no, sometimes you have to just play the game. And
1: mm. see, wait, 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 you see what uh, Brian's doing? And it's tough. Sometimes playing the game makes you go like, like, mm, I
0: don't want to play. I don't but it's, play but it's chess and it's not check like everybody. Says, I like that, That's it, you know, and a chess move is you don't know what's in my hand. So sometimes
2: I'm good at chess. <laughs> like, I'm talking about like, no, no, no. But that's like, no, really? that's a like good like analogy about how you got to look at it. Because,
1: you know, that's a, that's a good analogy.
0: But Brian, you don't want to
2: play that
1: game.
0: No, sometimes. I some, never want to play.
2: Look, that. sometimes you got to let people know that it can go there and you can get popped in the face. <laughs> don't mess with that. Like, up. sometimes Absolutely. you just
0: got to let people know. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but there's a time and a place for that, too.
2: Yeah, I sometimes, know. Sometimes, like, my mom tells me, you got to put somebody a, some, to the
0: side. Nobody else got to know that you're going you to pop on them. You might have to just with somebody in somebody's ear, like, don't play with me. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to let you know. Right that's now. it. I'm not and walk play. away. Yeah, sometimes. I'm going to let you. Sometimes no, I'm not The media
2: for room's not the place, and you gotta wait till we
1: step outside. Oh, we'll get to, we'll, we'll talk about that after. <laughs> nice. I've had I've wanted to check a couple people in the media room. <laughs>
3: Brian, what's what's your pet peeve?
2: That
1: <laughs> <laughs> what people in the media
2: no, room? no nah, 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 I'm kidding
3: I know what his pet peeve is. Bad MSG food.
2: Nah, nah, MSG food is, nah, well, nah, 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 we, we, really we're going to leave, we're going to leave MSG Wait, alone. <laughs> <laughs> the media food, what you think about oh, media I had to, the media
3: food? We talked to him enough last episode.
2: We're going to leave it alone, we're going <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. right, to leave it alone. alright We're going to leave it alone.
3: Pass that, pass that. You know, wink, wink. What's, what's it called?
1: <laughs> was my pet peeve? Are we, are we leaving Brian? Is Brian getting off the hook? I
0: he said
2: it was the same as mine. No, I mean like.
0: Oh, I thought you were saying like people that's being phony was not getting pet peeve. You were saying the media. room. Yeah.
2: I make a lot of jokes on here, but they're like half jokes. Okay, so that's like half of mine. Half joke, half My half actual truth. one would mm-hmm. probably be, um, and I kind of talked about this earlier, but like what social media has done to journalism to some degree, right? Speak so me, we've talked about that? this. We've talked about this, but Jasmine hasn't been here for this. So no, tell me, so we can talk. But um, so basically, like
1: Jasmine, he's being fake right now.
0: Oh, see, I it's know, basic. like. No, no Come on, Brian said
1: already. Trouble.
2: <laughs> nah, you better be careful because she
1: don't know me like that. She <laughs> might think you serious. Oh, you <laughs> might want to be careful. You don't know her like that. Oh, Ooh. I'll just say, yeah, that that Brooklyn, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> no, but go ahead. Interesting. No,
2: but but yeah, but it's just what it's done to journalism because, and I talked about this earlier, just. Everything is about just popularity. Everything's a popularity contest now, Numbers. and we care less and less about quality. And because of that, we care more about not paying people to do labor. I'm just kind of going off on a rant here. But like now, uh, it's easier, instead of paying somebody for the quality of their work and giving them X amount of dollars weekly or X amount of dollars per story, uh, you have to generate a certain amount of clicks with your headlines and things like that. And in order to do that, you have to just like, just push stuff out there, push stuff out there, push stuff out there, and you get rewarded based on aggregator pieces as in in favor of the quality uh, of your work. So that gets rewarded, and instead of getting, I don't know, $100 a story, 150 for like a good story, you have to get a few hundred based on like 30, 25 or something like that because you got to make sure you're just putting things out there so that's kind of annoying and it's like really if you're doing so many things on a weekly or monthly basis how are you expected to keep the quality up if you're going to you know just kind of just put stuff out there just to put stuff out there because every now and then you're just like yo I just want to get this out there just so that I could like just chill and just work on the next one yeah. instead of focusing on the quality of your work so i feel like quality journalism to some degree has been lost and now people and another thing this pisses me off people just read headlines <laughs> i can keep right, going man it? how much time we got people just not read, enough for you to keep complaining right, but people people <laughs> Thank people, you people just read headlines of stories like cuz you could write one of those stories right and there's another thing aggregator pieces like they want you to have like a catchy headline yo look at this cool play that happened Or LeBron James had great passes yesterday. He did. So then, like, it's like, whatever. Oh, read, retweet. That's it. Not going to click on that because I know what happened yesterday. But instead of, like, putting a really good story out there. And even sometimes when you do put a really good story out there, somebody's just going to read the headline, repost it, like it, whatever the case may be. So, you know. So, Brian's pretty much angry at everybody. Read, damn it. That's basically what i That's the
3: problem, man. No one's gonna read.
1: <laughs> Brian, my, pe- my That's pet fine I,
2: that's fine because I'm creating my own space because I'm doing everything. Like. So, all right, Dex. he's letting people he's letting people know. That's that's part you, Brian. Brian's that's letting them
3: know
1: it. what time it is. That's that's what Jasmine was talking about. he sometimes. always lets let let people everybody know. know what time man, it, man. it is. Uh, my pet peeves it's Brian God, if well, I one, could one of my it? pet peeves is <laughs> and I was saying this to Matt before we started this, is I can't stand when people start saying phrases and they'll be like I'm you know I don't mean to be rude but or, but they yo, have to be rude. or yeah. you know my favorite is yo I'm not being racist but I'm like yo <laughs> Yeah. Once once you start with I'm not being racist and you then you go racist. to butt. <laughs> yeah. Yo you probably going to say something that's <laughs> real racist. I'm just always like whenever somebody's like yo I'm not trying to be I'm be like just don't. Just, <laughs> to, just stop. Right like <laughs> wait, wait, wait wait wait. I ah, I no you know, like, just like question. stop. Know. I'm like nah. What if it's something like
2: oh, I'm not trying to be a d Right. Don't. Same thing. <laughs> don't say it. Yo, Anytime or
0: not to. Start sound. wait, not or, to sound with like, sound I don't like, want to be, not wanna be, be like, like, <laughs> like here's, here's what
4: you can are, do. There are, just
2: not don't to be, be that. rude, but
4: what, what don't if, be rude. Wait, what if you say like, uh, I'm going to be is this going to sound like a dick, but or like, um, no, yeah. no, no. no. <laughs> wait, um, what was the other one that I just had in my head? Oh, like, yo, this, this is going to sound r- rude, but I'm going to say it anyways. I feel, feel like there's a so way to do it. So
1: just how about find a way that it doesn't sound rude?
4: Nah, man, because there's some things that there you're going to say. Is, so then noise. don't
1: preface it. Just be rude already.
2: <laughs> be, racist, <laughs> yeah. be racist already. <laughs>
4: no, no,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: don't, don't preface it. Like don't, everybody don't everybody say, up uh, here wants authenticity. Don't ask permission, permission, ask forgiveness. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. That's, don't that's, ask permission, ask forgiveness. Ask
1: forgiveness, right? After. Say what you feel already. Be about that. You can't there can't be no half stepping with this. That's like oh, I'm c I'ma be half racist here. Like you're racist <laughs> on, or you even racist. Hold here. on, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs>
2: on. But what's I need an example now of the thing that someone said to you to your face, I don't mean to be racist but
0: what'd they say?
2: When somebody
1: said to me, "Yo, I don't mean to be racist,"
0: if somebody said that to me, I'm already looking at them crazy. <laughs>
1: you know, I'm trying to think of something in a work situation where this happened. <laughs> um, a work
0: situation.
1: <laughs> oh, I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you one. Just here's one. Here's one. Oh, I got one. It got <laughs> <It's> a <laughs> really good question. Listen, my listen, everyone, listen. I was. I used to work. I used to personal train, so I was working at a gym. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, I was. It was in a uh, like Bay Ridge area, so. Right, demographic. Yeah, you know, demographic. (laughs) There's like, so so. I was with some other people around me who were of color, Mm. and I was with some other trainers. And at the front of the gym, obviously a lot of people will come in and they go to where the gym area. So this is in the front of the gym, and there was a a restaurant near there. And this girl comes in, very attractive woman, white
0: woman.
1: No, black woman. Okay, very attractive black woman. Walks in, some of the guys that were there in the front were looking at this woman. And, you know, kind of everybody looked and acknowledged that she was a good-looking woman. That's all it was. This girl who's there, and I knew she was Italian, so disrespect to my Italian people who are not racist, (laughs) Uh, so not saying that, but she worked at the store. She she noticed all of the guys looking at this woman, and clearly I think she felt some kind of way, Mm -hmm. that the attention was not on her. Mm -hmm. So she then turned and said, oh, Mm -hmm. she's pretty. she said, I don't want to be Then she caught herself She stopped there and said Y'all don't mean to be racist When I say this And then looked at me Which I was like "Uh, This is not gonna end This is not gonna end well (laughs) And she was like I don't mean to be racist But she's pretty for a black girl So I was like Walk out What does that mean That she's pretty for a black girl like now I understand where all that comes from because the standards of beauty in this country maybe don't necessarily reflect women that look like you, Jasmine. Um, so this is where this comes from. But I right. checked her on that and I came at her like that. Like, yo, that's racist. No, nah, it's not racist. 100%. I'm just saying like, she's really what? pretty. But not you, also, racist? you also added for a black girl. girl. So oh, that's pretty I thought, racist. I
2: thought you were going to go somewhere wow. else with that.
1: Yeah, oh, no, that's God. where it was. That's one. That's one. It's happened to me a few times in a professional setting. And that was one of the times I had to not get into my, where keeping it real could have gone wrong. I checked her on it and questioned it, but I didn't check her the way I wanted to check her on it. And somebody else, maybe not uh, as restrained as me, might have checked her in another (laughs) way. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not advocating for anybody to have any violence, but that's all I can say on that. So that was one situation I remember, Brian, where that did happen. And uh,
3: yeah. Wow. Nice. So that's Matt. My pe- you got one. That's one of my. That's <laughs> one of my pet peeves.
2: Matt, you got one.
3: I could do three one like three real quick and go give you life lessons. Number one, wear deodorant. No one likes stinky people. <laughs> <laughs> number two, be especially motiv- in the summer. Number two, be motivated. If you're not, you're just wasting your life because you only got one life. Word. And you gotta go. <laughs> Unless you believe in, in reincarnation. Matthew
1: <laughs> Finesa's uh, inspiration hour.
3: Number number two, number two. <laughs> don't smack your lips when you're eating because one day you're gonna be eating with an executive, and you, they're not going to like you for it. Nobody mm-hmm. likes anybody for that. That's what I'm saying. So don't smack your lips, wear deodorant, and be motivated. Um. Luis, voice of Luis. What?
4: what oh, yeah, that's Lewis. right. Lewis. The voice of
2: Luis debuted last The week.
4: voice of Luis. Uh, I I have, have What's before. that? There's, there's not a, a, a lot of things <laughs> that really, like, <laughs> piss me off. The voice it. of Luis. <laughs> oh, Yeah. I, that's, hilarious. Why you me that? that's hilarious. Because, because uh, you were
2: just a random voice that yeah, popped on the show. Yeah, you came out of nowhere. You popped on the show. Just two I weeks say, ago. I nothing. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. We have nothing. <laughs>
4: <laughs> nah, the only, the only real thing that really bothers me because there's nothing that really does is um when people lie to me. And that's like something a little more serious oh. yeah, me just too. don't. I thought you lie. were
2: going to say girls that don't like, you know. What? S- don't what? Nothing, mind. All right, yeah. And, this,
4: <laughs> and that right there. What? Stop, what? <laughs> Stop <laughs> that sentence right there, buddy. Okay. No, but in general... I'll antagonize w- you off air. I just... <laughs> <laughs> I just hate it when, like, people lie to me in my face. And usually, for the most part, I, I consider myself an honest person and, and I, you know, say how I feel. And I try to say it, you know, in not a harsh way or just, like you know, just as a recommendation. Yeah. Like, yo, this is how <laughs> I feel, you know? So if <laughs> you lie to me and there's no point of lying, then, like, why, why would you just say something that's, you know, completely wrong? And then I, I personally just hate that. And I found out people who did lie to me and I just... I just look at them look at differently, them the and same, then after right? that, I just can't be cool with you anymore because it was like, yeah, you if, can't look at them the same. If I'm honest with yeah, you, 100 percent of the time, yeah. and then if it's something's so minute that you're gonna lie to me right in front of my face, then how can I trust you in the future? You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. I got another shout out to P. the voice of Lewis. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I
0: got the one voice more. Of Lewis with no, no, no. Matty P. We, we got Matty P. we're Matty P. Oh, wow. Matty P.
1: What's up? What? What really? My favorite videographer. Matty, P. Yeah, Matty. P. He's
0: my favorite. I always loved when he recorded going. I forgot. Y'all got
2: history. <laughs> Y'all got to say it like that.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> like, Yo, I was Yo, P. usually uh,
2: I make that joke. Uh, but this time it's you.
0: Wait, we can't hear Maddie uh, Lu- P.
4: Lewis is my pet peeve. Especially. <laughs> oh. especially when I just walk into the office and he just starts talking to me about Tinder.
1: No, you don't get a response. No, you don't get a response. No, 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 we, no. About no, we no, no, Tinder. Well, right. next time when we get when <laughs> we all on up. The on where we wrap one of my up pet peeves is next people time. not
2: sharing the podcast after they're honest. So Jasmine, don't be one of those people. make sure, oh, make sure Yo, that.
1: you're <laughs> trying to strong our people into sharing the podcast. I will share
0: the podcast. You, you who, who make ever
1: sure y'all share you my podcast. About? I don't know. We will
0: share your podcast. Before podcast. you go,
1: could you could we just talk about how important it is for? I mean, all of us here are independent media other. creators but just how important it is for us to support each other. Because obviously you're... And that's and why it's a pet peeve. creator. And it's no, seriously, because Brian brought up a good point. I, I feel like it's something that should be addressed yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. Take note on oh, this. We've had independent folks here, people who work for established I'm say majority of the people we've had are independent. Are, are, so, and on doing some independent things, so too, uh, <laughs> This is the second week we can row. my mic is falling. <laughs> Come fall. on, Dex. Um, we have a but, joke for that. But, but how, how important do you think it is for us to, you know, just <laughs> to be able to support work. each other in, in that way?
0: Yo, I feel like supporting each other is... Vital to this, like you know, you always got to reach back and get somebody, and you, yep, it's stronger people. You know, if all of us are together coming up together in this game, then you know, we're more of a force. So, um, absolutely, it's so important. And it's funny you say that. I kind of got a question for you guys, being that I am, mm. you know, a reporter. No, oh, we don't take, we, we don't take many questions, so we'll take it. So, you're gonna take my questions. Yeah, we'll take your questions. Um, how do you guys feel, you know, at this moment as independent journalists? Broadcaster, reporter, whatever, writer, whatever your title may be. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you, where you at in your journey, where you are in your journey? Um, where, do you ever get discouraged? Do you ever feel like it's not going to happen? Has your idea of success changed as the journey has progressed?
1: That's a great, that's a great question. um What
0: does success mean to you now? I think, mm-hmm. I think,
1: I think it's a good question to ask because. Uh, Brian's, I would assume Brian's vision of it is going to be a little different than mine, based on our age difference. And <laughs> no, it's just, it's just true. Huh? How old are you? Uh,
0: thirty.
2: You're thirty. Okay, you're <laughs> he so lying. He's so light. He's not 30. thirty. He's not thirty. He's around He's twenty. 30. He's, 30. He's around, He's 20 He's around 24. twenty-five. 24. Everyone,
0: twenty-four. 24 you yeah. didn't 24. thought I would be, you, you, think I could pass for thirty? Mean, you have a beard, so you never know. Damn. She said I you look old, son. look old? She said you look old, son.
3: How old? How old do you think I am?
0: Same age as Ryan now. <laughs> I think
2: we're twenty-five. He's <laughs> not. not 20. I just turned twenty-four, man. Yeah, I'm
1: twenty-one. I'm twenty.
0: You're twenty. It's yeah. the beard that you guys are making <laughs> you guys are yeah. old. An and how old do
1: you think Lewis <laughs> is? But the beard so yeah. is
3: in now. But see,
0: without a beard, he looks like a kid. It's like this <laughs> is.
2: But this is why I said about. It's just a beard. This is why I said what I said about the goatee. Cool Go walk team. out. Go walk out. Like it's just don't look right but anyway but yeah okay to, so no yeah the, but no, exactly, answer, so, to wrap up to wrap your it up question, to answer your question let I, Brian go first. i'll start because you're gonna have a more elaborate answer right, i'm gonna keep it tight you but have yeah. you have more experience but like <laughs> with me like i would say that i was at that point uh i guess at a couple different times but not recently even though like yeah sure i like you want to make more money you want to get to this place fast you want to whatever like i have way too much self-confidence now to feel like that so, I just look at it that way. And I know, I don't care how this sounds, I know how good I am compared to most of the people that I worked with, work against, work for, whatever the case may be, mm. and a lot of the other people I see. So, I'm like, I kind of subscribe to the theory of if you work hard enough, then people are going to discover you, people are going to find it. C- sort of like an if you build it, they'll come sort of thing. Right. And, you know, being independent, I've gotten far enough now. So, I'm like, hey, like, I'm not really thinking about, oh, what if I fail type of thing now. I'm like, I've, I've created a position now, just to wrap this up, and I've created a position now where I actually have options. Like, I can look at things and not feel pressed to take an offer just because, oh man, this will give me a certain amount of money or this will give me that yeah. prestige. Like, I don't care about networks as much as like I used to because now the world is kind of different you know what i mean so i just yeah yeah so you have to try and get people that are independent and good at what they do and work hard
1: yeah for me for me i think that uh, you know at some point i would it'd be crazy for me to say that i never felt uh down or disappointed about where things were going in my career i mean but I, what i would say to people is always that you have to try to make something out of it the pla- the the place when i felt the most down about something in my career actually had me start one of the best things for my career, which is backpack broadcasting. Mm -hmm. So that's something I always hold on to. So even if there's other things that I do in my career that I don't feel is going as well or is not going the way I want to, I always kind of come back to that and what inspired me to create backpack broadcasting and do some of the things I do now. I never thought seven years ago when I created that, I would be sitting and doing this podcast, right? And to even sit and talk to you or have people like Matt, Matt and Lewis learning a lot of production. And, and that's something I wanted to do, was to be able to help other people. So that's kind of been, my, to answer one of your questions was, what's your definition of success? My definition of success was to be able to do what I love and to help other people grow. So to be able to give platforms to people like Brian or yourself or Lewis or Matt or whoever, yeah. to me that's, I, I'm already successful. Like I, I say this not to be morbid, but if I die tomorrow, would I truly be happy with what I've accomplished in terms of uh, media? Yeah, what? because I've done stuff that people would dream of doing. So have you, so have you. Mm. And I think as long as we're all grateful in that and grounded in that gratitude of what we're doing and believe in what we're doing and there's a purpose in doing that, it's going to be okay. Brian made a good point. I think I'm at the point where, yeah, we need money. And you want security, you want right, So right. I'm not trying to act like journalists that stuff are underpaid matter. too, not Trust, just teachers, guys. I'm not going to say that all this stuff doesn't matter, <laughs> but I really want to inspire everybody to be as creative as they can be. So yeah. Matt could be the press producer, he could be. You can be the best journalist, he could be. Brian could be the best journalist. Uh, uh, Lewis could be the best photographer. Maddie P can be the best Wizards fan and producer, whatever he <laughs> does. Like, <laughs> like inspiring people to be the best of what they want to be. Um, is, is true fulfillment to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, but I still think as somebody going through the industry it doesn't mean I don't have days where I'm not frustrated That's true. about things in the industry, because there are things in the industry, like Brian said, and Same. things that I've seen going on at jobs that frustrate me. Like right. when I see people who aren't as talented, or I see people oh. of color get passed over Pet for pee. certain positions <laughs> at jobs I've worked, that does frustrate me. But what, me, what grounds me is at the end of the day, I know, yo, what I'm doing is real, Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm keeping it real, mm-hmm. and it's not going wrong. Yep. it's going all right mm-hmm. with Backpack Broadcasting, yep. and that ain't hard to tell. And that's the end of this episode, and that was a damn good wrap up. Take, <laughs> take <laughs> note. We'll take Credit for that. We want to thank take our note. guest, Jasmine August, thank for joining you. us. Thank Representing you Brownsville. You can uh, find her. I am J- I am Jazz TV. Did I get that I am right? I'm Jazz August. I'm Jazz TV. August TV. Excuse mm-hmm. me. And she is the host of the Unapologetic Podcast, which yeah. you can. Fine on SoundCloud. Jasmine, we hope to have you back again. I would
0: love to come At back. At least
1: before the next Nipsey Hustle album drops.
0: For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when that's going to be. Right, right. Nip- going a long yeah, time before it,
1: it, 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 it could be a while before that. One. We need to <laughs> yeah. see before then. All right. For Jasmine August and Brian Fonseca, I'm Dexter Henry signing off for episode 24 of the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. I
2: should have said that as my
3: favorite. I don't miss <laughs> Gordon Hayward. Not one bit. I don't miss Gordon Hayward. I'm
1: going to catch him. What's your birthday in all